Welcome to the FitPro Podcast, a brand new initiative from FitPro for forward-thinking professionals who want the latest information while on the move. We hope you enjoy this week's pod, and for further information about today's podcast, head over to our social media pages and start the conversation. And to offer feedback and suggestions for future podcasts, get in touch with us at publish at fitpro.com. Hi, this is Fiona Bugler from the FitPro team. Today I'm talking to Anthony Franklin, CEO of Fiberdo, the award-winning booking management platform used by fitness professionals. Today we're going to discuss the shocking statistic that personal trainers can lose up to £9,000 a year due to last-minute client cancellations, as well as looking at ways they can be more business-like and grow their business. But before we do that, I'd like to ask you, Anthony, how does a former golf professional come up with an idea for a business like this? Yeah, I think for, for me, it was a, uh, a journey, I guess, like a lot of people in the fitness industry as well, in the sports industry, where um, took some time out and ended up leaving the game and moving to spend some time with a friend uh, down in Spain. And um, whilst I was down there, I met some real estate developers and ended up moving to Asia for six years. Mm-hmm. So it was completely industry, um, disillusioned with the industry. And it was a shame, really, because when you, when you start off with a passion, um, you know, that is your life. Um, but for, for those reasons, I, I left the industry. And then in uh, 2011, 2012, found myself back in the UK and starting to think about the, the reason why I fell out of love with the game and started realizing and, and looking back at you know, my sort of uh, time uh, in, in sports and, and how difficult it was to actually run a business uh, as a young, aspiring sort of golf professional. Yeah. So yeah, that's how it, in a roundabout way it happened. So that was what drove you to do it, to help people to run their business more efficiently is essentially the sort of core thing. But what you've, uh, one, one thing you've done, which is interesting, you've done some research yourselves. And, and this was the research that found that personal trainers are missing a lot of money, basically, from cancelled clients. So can you just tell me a bit more about that? Yeah, I think from, you know, from my point of view, travel around, come back to the game, and you start, you start talking to people, then just as you said, we commission, you know, how we try to uh, sell ourselves or drive awareness. But at the end of the day, the biggest thing is, is to, to listen to people, to do research. So we took, we entered the research to try to find out exactly what, what it was costing people uh, faced with the industry. And, you know, our biggest sort of, uh, the areas where um, we felt that it was lacking. And I guess these are the sort of things that I felt as well when I was growing up were cancellations and no-shows um, used to drive me crazy that you sort of set up your diary for a busy day ahead and then the first lesson would be 10 minutes later, the second one wouldn't show up and all of a sudden the whole day is sort of ruined by people just not turning up. Um, so as somebody that wanted to, you know, to, to be involved in the game, um, that, was, that was a what we saw as a problem. Um, promoting and marketing was always a difficult uh, area for us. Um, we know, and you know, in our results and our research sort of uh, since, we know that most people come from within about a 12 mile radius or 12, you know, 10 to 15, 20 minute radius. So again, how do you promote yourselves? Local papers, radio, leaflet dropping, you know, all this type of stuff. So it was very, very expensive for somebody that was trying to find, you know what, two dozen people. Yeah. Um, so that was always a problem. Uh, the general admins uh, and finances and time management. Again, you know, you were often uh, working when people were out of their work hours. 
So you might be working before they started work, in their lunch breaks, after their work. And that meant you, you, know, you had an awful lot of time hanging around, being around places, which everybody you know, thinks that's a, a fantastic thing. You know, you're in the gym all day. But effectively, your day could start at 6.30, 7 o'clock and run till 7.30, 8 o'clock in the evening. So there's an awful lot of time to be available. And it's an awful lot of time where, you know, uh, the administrative uh, elements of running a business, the finances as well, how do you actually sort of tile that in and make it efficient? So we worked into that. Um, and it obviously um, comes back to a business skills gap. You, you look at this thing and you think, say to yourself, well, everybody gets into it for the, for the reasons of a passion. Um, you know, you, you want these people, uh, including myself, people like me, got into sports and activities in order to, you know, to, to drive uh, enjoyment within a, within a game or, or an industry. Yeah. And yet you never taught the, skill, uh, the, the business skills. So, you know, you end up in a position where, you know, you become a business manager very, very quickly overnight. Um, and, you, and really, there's nobody there to teach you those, those basic skills. Yeah, and you can't do much with your passion if you can't run your business. So. Yeah, but, you know, and, and nobody gets into the, uh, in, into the passion thinking it's a business. Yeah, exactly. The primary concern is how do I, you know, create business within uh, the fitness industry? not how do I run a business and then where can I take it? It is always the passion. And you know, what we're trying to do at, at Fabulous is really make sure that we take away a lot of the administrative things and the bits and pieces so that, you know, these people, everybody can, can really excel at what they do best, which is, is drive fitness, health, well-being, and passion, their passions, you know, into, into people. So how do you do that? So you've got a booking platform. <coughs> what are the um, admin tools do you include on the platform? Well, I think there's a, there's a lot to go into. I mean, first of all, there's a professional profile. You know, I think that uh, statistics online now mean that people will probably buy within seven seconds of building or uh, visiting a website. Yeah. So, you know, we have professional profiles. Uh, it's, it's tailored and customizable to everybody. Um, I guess that the, uh, the important thing is that it helps them run the business on a day-to-day -day basis. So, um, it, it really acts as, as a, an eye color or an outlook. It, it basically operates on a day-to-day -day basis. It's like a, a, a diary system. Yeah. So effectively, the, the, the PT can now look throughout the diary through the day, see whenever everybody's uh, in, booked in. Um, any spare capacity, any spare slots, they can share it by their social links. Um, and consumers, when they do press to book, are paying in advance. So there's a big, you know, there's a big, big commitment here by the consumer to take that time slot and actually pay for it. Yeah. Many yeah. things that are done via text message, I'll see you on Thursday at three o'clock. Now that consumer expects you to take out that time slot, but yet they've made no commitment. So then they'll ring up and say, I forgot. And you know, you're, you're in a position now, an awkward position of how do you actually deal with somebody that took the time slot, yeah. never really committed to it, um, and then walked away. So, you know, there are an awful lot of problems there. We provide a lot of products that, that you know, download a statement at the end of the month. Very easy there to check it with the income in the bank account, that type of thing. So we really try to take away a lot of the admin so that the, the PT is left to, you know, as we say, um, do what they do best. Uh, and, and yeah. I like the fact that you connect with social so that they can uh, share what they're, what they're doing, classes, etc. as well. I'm guessing they can... Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, going back to what we said before, you know, most people will only travel sort of, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes. So the, the best way to, to grow a business from a, uh, we recommend from a personal trainer's perspective is to 
is to use your client base that you have and engage them to write reviews about you and to share it socially. Because yeah. if they're sharing it, they're sharing it as a recommendation into their networks. And you're probably going to find that your customers have a footprint within your area, uh, community, family members, friends. And the best way of driving your business is actually local. Um, yeah. So by using social media, you're actually using not only your own network, but the networks of the people that, that you, you know, use your services. That's, that's interesting because I think you're absolutely right. You know, you can use social media to grow your local network. And, but often people might think, oh, I don't need to use it so much because it is local. But actually, social media is part of our life. Um, I mean, I've written a course called Get Known for Fit Pro, which is on the platform. And it's, uh, you can get CPD points for doing it. And the point of that course is to get your branding right, your tone of voice right, get your marketing right. And then with, alongside a tool like yours, You've got the brilliant, you know, you've got a business package. You've got your admin there. And you should get known locally through social media as well as being known face-to-face with your clients. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. In fact, I'm probably going to download your course after this because, we, you know, we are always in this office, you know, looking at ourselves and saying, how do we speak socially, um, not through social media and, and, you know, all these sort of avenues anymore. And it's difficult sometimes because you, you sort of, you look at this and get a little bit bogged down before you start, but it's little and often. You know, at the end of the day, we've done, you know, all sorts of, we've done this research. Um, obviously, they're alarming the figures. But, you know, the number is that 72% of people um, that find online, you know, find online uh, reviews trustworthy. Yeah. And if they're being shared through social links, there's extra trustworthy because it's coming from a friend. Yeah. So these things are how people make decisions nowadays. You know, they used to make decisions because it was in a local paper. Well, people make decisions. It comes to their phone. I've just had a great PT session. This is the class, and I had a great time. Um, yeah. It makes a big difference in my life. You couldn't get a better recommendation. And these things are now live. They're coming into the hands of people, and that is the way to, to communicate. So for us, social media, and I'm not, I've not um, – read your course I'm, I'm going to do that now but the from my point of view i think it's you know it's little and often mm-hmm. um, be honest be trustworthy and you've got an audience and if you're a personal trainer they're interested in fitness they're interested in tips they're interested in little bits and pieces that they can change their life with and yeah you're a trusted person i mean you talk about um, the seven percent of personal trainers that earn charge over 75 pound an hour and there's no doubt that these people will be taking those small steps all the time, making themselves known and using efficient business systems. I mean, have you found anything common amongst that group? You know? Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, like you say, that these, these people are organized, they've got great profiles, they've got very easy to understand services and products that people buy, they've got, you know, they've got, they produce results, they share results, um, they, they, you know, they're always putting out positive sort of uh, news snippets, uh, they're, they might be looking at dietary one day, sharing it. Um, they've got, they look to expand their qualifications outside of just, you know, cardiovascular or whatever it may be. So they, they start to look so they can, uh, people can ask them about different forms of exercise, different things that can help them with their lifestyles. Um, they do, and so in doing so, they create a strong demand for their services. Um, they end up with a unique set of skills um, and they're giving professional services. Um, you know, so I think that these people at, at 75 pounds are, they've just done it better. They're just doing it better. Um, you know, there's a lot of uh, people out there that believe to get new business, you have to give it away for free. Yeah. And I would um, 
strongly go against that. You know, people are busy, uh, they're time poor, uh, they're location poor, and people are looking for things when and where they want to do them. And if the service is quality, they will pay for it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I suppose you, you, one way of doing it is looking at how you spend yourself and how you, what you buy. And, you know, for a start, what you said about reviews, really important. I know that if I'm buying something, I'll always look on Amazon. And I won't be going for the cheapest thing, and I won't be going for the free thing. I'll be going for the, the thing that's got a good review and seems to, as you also said, is clear about its proposition, is unique. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I was, just, I was reading something the other day that, you know, we use Trustpilot. So if people want to use Trustpilot independently, it costs an awful lot more, but we include it in our uh, subscriptions. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's got all sorts of advantages to it. But when a consumer reviews, uh, uses reviews, and we know that the majority of consumers do use reviews, the first thing they look at is a quick uh, overview, which is four stars, four and a half stars out of five. The second thing they do is they filter the negatives. Yeah. Um, so, you know, people are, and, and people don't mind seeing a negative. If the negative is, uh, it was raining, I didn't enjoy it because I had the wrong footwear, that's nothing to do with the PT. Yeah. Um, so there's nothing wrong with having a, uh, you know, the best is to get a nice average score of four, four and a half out of five, whatever it is. You're never going to please everybody. But it's important to be honest, I think. And if people can see that, then, um, then that is a, a very, very quick win. Um, one thing, do you have a, any uh, functionality on the platform for people to see reviews? Is that something that's included? Or? Yeah, I mean, um, as I said, we, we use Trustpilot. We believe that the first people to, to engage for services. So effectively, you know, our brand is uh, Fiverr almost stands up like a, as a new seat or something like that. And yeah. effectively, every one of the people that uses our pro, profile or our, our, our platform uh, is given a, a product, a listing, if you will. Um, but each of those listings then works independently within, uh, gives them a, a URL within Trustpilot. Nice and, you know, the big benefit of that is as well, we're seeing people with 20, 25 reviews now starting to appear uh, on first pages of Google searches when they're looking for PTs in Manchester or Birmingham, wherever it may be. Just yeah. because there's so much more power in these, in these platforms. You know, they're getting 4 billion hits a month. So if people want to, you know, access these sort of tools to give themselves more awareness, create more awareness, uh, and drive people making a decision on, on the cuff. You know, I could quite easily make a decision today that I get off work at four o'clock, five o'clock I'm going to be in an area. Is somebody free? Yes, they are. Yes, they got a good rating. You know, I will book. I might decide at three o'clock I can't get away from work, but if I've already paid, yeah. then I'm that much more li likely yeah, to make that commitment. So, you know, these are all the things that when people are thinking about making a decision, yeah. you know, you, you want to get them in, in the diary, get them booked yeah. in. I mean, it's simple stuff, but it works. And, you know, as someone who's also been a personal trainer, I, I couldn't agree more, get them to pay up front <laughs> and do it. Exactly. You, you know, there's no way you go to Ryanair and say, listen, I've got a booking for next Thursday. I'm definitely going to turn up and I'll yeah. pay you on the gate. Yeah, exactly. I mean, actually, just going back, what you said about the trust pilot and the SEO is really interesting because um, there is some research that says that on Google searches, you know, the way that they, you can see everything now, that some people don't even bother going to a website. They'll see what pops up there first. So, you know, to get on that first page of Google is a, a very important thing. Oh, it's massive. And, you know, we've, you know, without being funny as well, we've seen a drop-off uh, in the people that we work with that actually have websites. Yeah. Because, you know, what we're talking about here is a link to a profile, a bookable profile, yeah. which is, you know, um, 
www.fiverr.com forward slash Anthony Franklin. We give the URLs. They're the things that are being promoted. So people are clicking through to profile. So what do you need to know? I need a bio. I need some information about certifications, qualifications. I need, you know, reviews. And then I'm, I'm ready to make a decision to buy um, and to proceed. So we see that most of our uh, PTs, golf pros, tennis coaches that work with us actually are moving away from the, uh, the websites uh, working, you know, working with our sort of web pages, but also then integrating through their Facebook channels. So Facebook, Facebook and Twitter are becoming more of their news feeds, their live data. They're a lot easier to update than websites. They're not static. People are always in them. People are always using them. They're always up to date. And and you know, quite simply, our, our systems are built to put a, a book now button on Facebook. Yeah. So people read. I know what they've been doing today and press book now. So yeah. arguably, you know. There is a decision. There is a decision to be made whether you whether you really really need to invest in in a website and, and all the problems that can and cannot bring. Absolutely no. I think this the way forward for for um, online presence and how you present yourself online is changing all the time. And anyone who's trying to grow a business should be aware of that. And uh, it sounds like your tools giving everybody the best chance to get themselves known. And as I said, that's the name of the course we run. So between us, and hopefully, we'll be able to you know encourage people to think about that. So for people who want to find out more about you and what you do and the package and the platform, it's simply go to the website and um, we'll include the link in, um, in our podcast. So but it's um, Fiberdo or Fiberdo, how do you say it? Fiberdo, Fiberdo, whichever it's fine. Yeah, yeah. it starts for Fine Book Do, F-I-B-O-D-O, Fiberdo. There you go. So that's F-I-B-O-D-O.com. Perfect. <laughs> well, listen, thanks very much for your time, Anthony, and um, we'll keep an eye on what's happening with your with uh, your growing platform and um, thanks very much again for your time. Thank you very much. For more information about FitPro education and for details on FitPro membership and insurance, you can visit us at fitpro.com. We hope you enjoy the, today's podcast and see you next time.